Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. When I first went into business, I found out in a hurry that it was lonely at the top. If you're a CEO or business owner and you're feeling lonely at the top, then I'd like to invite you to join us at our Action Coach membership community. It's a community of like-minded business owners that help each other, build each other up, sometimes push and pull each other. If you'd like to learn more, just reach out to me at billgilliland.actioncoach.com, book a session, and I'll give you all the details. You know, I, I've, I've, I have a little bit of history that I've, a couple years ago, through some trial and error, you know, once that one little person starts griping about something, it catches fire, right? It's like wildfire. <laughs> and that's just something that I just need to set the fire hose to because it just, it'll, it'll take several people down with it. And then next thing we know, we've got low morale. We're not selling. It's a bummer to be in here. And that's just not what I'm about. It's fresh. It's fun. It's you're shopping in your best friend's closet. There's no drama in your best friend's closet. You're just having fun. So that's, that's my, that's my goal. Hi there. Welcome to Epic Entrepreneurs, the show where we show you what it really takes to build an epic business. I'm Bill Gilliland, and I'm here to help you make more money, build better teams, and find the time to have the freedom to do the things that you went into business for in the first place. So let's get started. Have you ever wondered what part your gut should play in building your business? Or maybe even in starting a business or buying another business? Well, in today's episode, I have a great conversation with... Lexi Dieso from Hazel 20, and she's going to tell you why you should trust your gut. So stay tuned. This is a good one. Hi, so I'm Lexi Dieso, and I own Hazel 20 Boutique in downtown Asheville. And so what is Hazel 20 Boutique? Uh, Hazel 20 started off as a mobile boutique uh, where I renovated a FedEx truck and made it into a boutique on wheels, complete with floating wood floors, you know, floating ceilings. Uh, and I, I took that baby around town to any festival that would have me, any business, brewery, home parties, gyms. Uh, basically, as soon as I finished one, I was looking for the next. And that was my way of dipping my toe into the retail world um, of downtown Asheville and, and surrounding uh, areas to see if if what I curated was possibly styles that people would want and come back, you know, establish repeat buyers. Right. So you tested the idea by having this sort of mobile store before you actually got bricks and mortar. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. you know... Because it was such an innovative uh, thing to do at the time, uh, mobile boutiques were just becoming a phenomenon when I kind of got into the game. You know, food trucks had been around for a couple of years, so it really was just a really fun sidecar to a lot of those food festivals and brewery festivals. I was there weren't too many of me, so the competition was pretty low, um, and I. I'm proud to say that I did a really good job on the upfit of my truck. So it just, 
the space had a really good flow to it. And even though it was kind of small, it just, it just worked. And so uh, I would say that that, that helped too, just having a really unique, innovative way to shop that I would bring to you. Um, so I think that that's a really important part of my story. Yeah. So do you still have the truck? I actually just sold her on Sunday, just a couple days ago. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, I gave her up, gave up the founding. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was not a, uh, a light decision by any stretch, but uh, the, her new owners are going to continue the tradition and it's another boutique. They actually flew in from Michigan to drive it all the way back and for her clothing store. So um, I wish them well and, you know, it served me well and now it's time to pass the torch. That's super cool. So were you, have you always been in the fashion industry or the retail business? Well, uh, so I went to school for, uh, fashion merchandising, but I really, I, you know, I like to say that my, my first passion in college was soccer. I played at the university of South Carolina. So I was there on a soccer scholarship and, did, you know, graduate with that fashion merchandising degree, always wanted to own a store, just took some time to have some kids, didn't really know how it was going to happen. And then after having a fairly successful eBay store, I, I launched into the mobile boutique and as a way to dip my toe into whether I could curate styles that would work here in town. And they have. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think a combination of factors have gone into you know us being lucrative even through a pandemic, and I think my location is one of them, and that's one that I fought pretty hard for to get my location. I think it took me between six to eight months to uh, secure where I am um, from the initial contact with this property to signing lease, and yeah, I think it's not something that I take lightly. It's something that I'm super proud of. And I, I poured a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in between these four walls. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm interested in the soccer piece just for a minute. I want to talk about how soccer has informed or athletics have informed your business career. I mean, it's everything. I, it's the foundation. Um, you know, number one, being able to work as a team is so important because I am not a one man show here and my team is everything to me. Number two is um, learning that losses don't dictate, you know, your overall season. Right. So we we suffered a lot of those in the past 12 months with during the pandemic and you know, it would have been easy to throw in the towel, but that's just not what you do when you're, you know, you're gunning for the win. So work ethic for sure. You know, you get up and try harder the next day if you have a bad one the day prior. And um, so, so many life lessons, really. Um, I think above all else is believe in yourself. You know, you never know what you're capable of until you do it. <laughs> so keep doing it. Yeah, I, a lot of my clients are athletes, and I I think that that sort of stick to itiveness and pushing through and staying with it and understanding that you're capable, you're always capable of more, seems to be a theme that that I've noticed that really serves people well. That they've learned, you know, because you have to you you put your body through things that you never thought you could, you know, just to stay in shape essentially. 
Yeah. 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 It's next level type things. And once you, once you have that just understanding of how that all works, um, it just, you know, it's, it's a part of me. It's ingrained in me now at this point. Yeah. That's that's super cool. All right. Let's back up. Let's talk about the team a bit. So you've, you, how talk about your team and how you develop yep. and what are your philosophies of building a team? Absolutely. I mean, they're everything. And I'm so proud of the team that I've built. You know, we're, we're in the business of fashion. It's fun and it should be fun and it should be light. But at the end of the day, we still have to get a lot of stuff done. And when you have, you know, 10 to 12 girls working on and off um, part time, you know, some have crossover and some don't. And, you know, anytime you have that environment, you are prone to having things go wrong and drama and all of that. And I've, I uh, have prided myself with trying to stay a pretty neutral drama free zone and just having fun and just being light and making sure everyone feels appreciated and taken care of first and foremost. I mean, and then having that kind of real authentic relationship with them instead of just a superficial hi, bye, get in here, get the job done, that sort of thing. So, you know, it's been challenging through the pandemic, but we've made it work. Like our, for instance, we would have a a monthly team meeting where we would either get together in the store and we would all eat together or we would go out somewhere. So that's kind of taken a little bit of a hit, but we found creative ways to get together socially distant style and still kind of get that same that same effect of all being together because it is, you have to, it's something that you constantly have to work on. Just like any relationship, you have to make sure that you're nurturing it and, and really fostering a healthy growth for it. So I want to, I'm, I'm going to hit on one thing you said there. I want to, I want to talk to you how you create a drama free zone. Mm-hmm. What are your theories on that? Because that's tough. If you've got, you've uh, got, yeah. you've got 12 ladies working with you. I mean, that's a, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, number one is when I, when I hire someone, I, I lead with that, just that we don't, yeah, we don't, we don't tolerate that here. If you've got any, any sort of issue, any, everything is solvable, but it just needs to be approached in the right manner. So come directly to management. If you're not getting your needs met, come directly to me. And, and I try to have that open door policy. And I do believe that it is something that served me well. Now, you know, I, I've, I've, I have a little bit of history that I've a couple years ago through some trial and error, you know, once that one little person starts griping about something, it catches fire, right? It's like wildfire. <laughs> and that's just something that I just need to set the fire hose to because it just, it'll, it'll take several people down with it. And then next thing we know, we've got low morale we're not selling. It's a bummer to be in here. And that's just not what I'm about. It's fresh. It's fun. It's you're shopping in your best friend's closet. There's no drama in your best friend's closet. You're just having fun. So that's, that's my, that's my goal. No drama, just fun. I love that. Yeah. I I really love that. And I like the way you've positioned it up front. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's super good. So lessons learned along the one, maybe through challenges or maybe through wins. Yeah, I mean, oh gosh, let's start at the you know the beginning of the shutdown, right? That was a scary time for everybody, and you know I I furloughed my people, and um, you know 
it was a pretty lonely, dark time, but I was trying to do what I could as a solo employee, cranking out, you know, whatever online sales we could, we could drum up to do over again in retrospect. I probably would have kept on my staff. I've, I've spoken to a few other store owners, um, not in this area, but in other areas. And the way they, they were able to pivot was they kept everybody on staff and clicked them over to 100% online sales now. And, and they just you know, reinvented the wheel basically for their business model. And that they, you know, took their online sales from zero to 50% of their business. And so in retrospect, probably would have explored that, but I didn't know. I didn't know what that was going to look like. All I knew was the bills were piling up and the sales were, were not what they were supposed to be for April, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's a big lesson learned there. And I don't know. I would say a victory would be, you know, really taking a chance on that mobile boutique um, and trusting my gut. So a friend of mine went down to her, she visited some friends in Texas and they were at a festival and there was a mobile boutique there and she knew I was in the clothing game. And so she came home and she was like, wow, you got to check this out. This is super cool. I can totally see you doing this. And I'm I'm not even kidding you when I say by the end of the day, I had located a few trucks um, that I was potentially going to buy. Like I just knew, I heard it, I knew it, and I just trusted that gut. And, um, you know, I mean, that's that's a big leap of faith right there. You know, that's, uh, I mean, I, I went all the way deep in with a, a full branding company and I'm glad that I did. It was expensive up front, but it was dollars very well spent, you know, and I had that mentality bill where I just wanted everything to be super fun. And what's more fun than a beer festival or a music <laughs> festival? Not much. Well, yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I chased the fun and, uh, and, and showed up with a good product in a real wrapped in a really nice package and it worked, you know, and I'm super proud about that. Oh, I love that. Chasing the fun. That's kind of a motto of your business. That's a, yep. that's a, that's part of your culture. Chase the fun. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, that's super good. If you chase the fun, eliminate the drama, a lot of good things are going to happen. Absolutely. That, that's, that's, that's super cool. So what's your gut telling you now? Uh, well, my gut is, is absolutely uh, determined to not let the pandemic uh, pull us down and underwater. I mean, we're all we're all treading water and and slowly swimming to shore right now. But you know, I'm if I could make it through this year, I'm sky's the limit. Really, uh, we are expanding to open up our men's store, which is called Lex Twenty, and that is located in the lower level of the space that I'm in. So it'll have its own separate entrance, but you know, some of the boutiques that I've been into, you know, they have a, uh, like a men's store component in with the women's concept. This is totally separate. So the men have their own, own space and, um, but still close enough to their female counterparts if they come in together. So, yeah, I'm super excited about this venture and, um, I'm trusting that gut. No. Uh, okay. Well, tell us more about that. I mean, has this something been in the works for a while? Uh, not a super long time. I guess, I guess the idea has always been tossed around, you know, you get the husband and wife with their family, they come in, I've got things for kids. 
I've got something for the wife and I've got a few accessories for the, for the man, but not, not a whole store. And so a lot would joke and be like, Hey, where's your men's store? And, you know, it just, it was, it was always kind of on the horizon, but never really a concept until probably December of this year, it just clicked for me and, and I got going on the name and that just clicked for me. And then it just, it became this vision. And once I have that vision, which I had it with the truck, I had it with my brick and mortar. It's something that I have to do. I have to follow through once, once I get to that place. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Great. And that is opening really soon. It'll be open by the time this airs. It'll be open by the time this airs. That's right. And we'll, we'll, we've got the space, we've got some of the product coming in. It'll, it'll be a slow roll as it comes in, but it's Easter weekend. It's supposed to be a beautiful weekend. So we're going to have our doors open. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah it's, it's super cool. And, and it kind of keeps that energy alive whenever you open the next thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, it fires up people and it, it takes, so I know that I mean, you're, you're, you have, you have good vision. So let's talk about what's the big vision. Where, where do you want to take this business? You know, I'd love to be in other cities, Bill. Uh, I, you know, when I initially started with the mobile concept, I wanted to be in the mountains and the sea. So I wanted to be beach and mountains. And I don't know that, that I'm that specific with the location. I think it would just be where I see the niche, but yeah, I get asked all the time if I'm a chain store or if I'm in multiple cities. And I, I see that as the, kind of the next step. Uh, and, you know, you I, I feel like you either open a business yourself to either close it or sell it. So I hope to make a product that is in multiple cities that, you know, is valuable enough that it the, the torch can be passed on to someone and they can take that vision and run with it in their whichever way they want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. A business should be, is going to be sold at some point one way or the other. So absolutely. You should, you should be having, that's super cool. So if, if, if someone were getting ready to start a business now, and I actually think this is a fantastic time to be starting something or buying something right now, what advice would you give them? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I meant to mention my boys. I'm raising, raising teenager boys right now. And, you know, um, sky's the limit for them right now because, you know, I've got these spaces that they could they could turn into a little mini entrepreneur if they wanted to in my own location. So I'm really jazzed about seeing if, if any of that takes flight. But for anyone who's who's thinking of starting a business right now, I, I mean, right now or pre-pandemic, I would say the same thing. Um, trust your gut. It, it tells you everything you need to know. And then surround yourself with people that are supportive of you, and but also will tell it to you straight. Uh, and I've been really fortunate to have a pretty solid friend base in my life. Um, pretty consistently who've done just that. So. Yeah. You don't want the people that are going to sugarcoat it. You, you got to hear the truth right. when you need to hear the truth and. And then, and then be open to that feedback. Right. So. Yeah. To got, act on it. Yeah. Yeah, have, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been super fun. We, we, you know, I think there's a lot more here that we could dig into. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll get you back for another session. I think uh, after this men's store gets going, we'll see how, uh, how that works out. So 
It's really been fun having you. It's been super cool. I think there's a lot of really solid lessons in this. So for all of you out there, until next time, all the best. Thanks for joining us for Epic Entrepreneurs. So here's three things you can do. Number one, if you enjoyed the podcast, go out and give us a five-star review. Number two, subscribe to the podcast. You guys know how it works. The more subscribers we get, the more cool things we can offer you. And number three, if you'd like a free copy of my book, The Coach Approach, Five Principles to Build Your Epic Business, then just go to giftfrombill.com. That's giftfrombill.com. Until next time, all the best. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.